What's up, uh, dude? Greggy. Don't, don't call me that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous name. <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, nothing. What's going on? Uh, not a whole lot. Hey, you ready to talk some fancy football? I am. I love fancy football. All right, Kirk. This is, uh, as advertised, this is the one you've been waiting for, your favorite childhood game. This is the Would You Rather episode. I can't I can't wait. So we're going to talk about players, and, and even though it's very early, we're going to talk about where they're going and average, uh, their average draft position, or uh, what we call ADP. Uh, we're going to talk about their ADP and current mock drafts now, and we're going to compare them to other players within their position on who you would rather have. But before we do that, we got to get into some big fantasy news. Uh, Julian Edelman, uh, receiver for the New England Patriots, suspended four games for PEDs. Kirk, what's your first uh, impression of that? Uh, just another, another, um, another blow to the uh, to the New England Patriots uh, fantasy football uh, team. I mean, you 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 struggle to find more than just Tom Brady and and uh, and Gronk, and Edelman was one of those ones you could rely on. Now he's gone for the first four games, so that kind of mm-hmm. that depletes so, it. So obviously. Uh, you know, some people are going to step into that role. There's one guy here later on in the show I want to talk about, but is there anybody who you think that immediately uh, boosts in fantasy value? He looks similar to Julian Edelman in, in that his skin color is white, and I think Chris Hogan would be the guy that naturally would step into that uh, dominating reception role. So that makes his stock go up and Julian Edelman's stock go down. All righty. Very good. Hey, uh, Kirk, uh, other he- this is even bigger news. Uh, I've been burying the lead here, but it's official. Uh, the fans have spoken, and the vote on your team name for the Keeper League is that that vote is finalized. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and announce what uh, what the fans voted for? All right. And a, and let me see if I can do this in a. The options of being Hallelujah or Do You Hate Him in a unanimous victory of 2,000 votes to nothing, Hallelujah wins the vote. All right. So, are you going to change your team name from Captain Vegetable to Hallelujah? As soon as I am able to, I have gone. Uh, the people have spoken, me being one of them, and uh, I will change the name to Haley Luya. I am very excited about uh, about him as an offensive coordinator, and I have no problem getting behind him in a fantasy world as well. That didn't sound right, but you know what? <laughs> He's, he is your fantasy man. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to be behind him. <laughs> in your in your fantasy in my fantasy <laughs> <laughs> all right we're good i i love that name love todd haley so that is that is good news hey in other uh facebook news don't forget to to go to our page and like it, it uh, just just search for fancy football f-a-n-c-y um and you'll do it in the next two days, and you'll be able to vote on our other poll that's up, which is our latest mock draft. Kirk, do you want to give the results or the current results for, for that mock draft on who had the better who, – who's yes. in the lead? Yes. Right now there's been 10 votes. Uh, it's six to four. 
Uh, Greg's winning uh, by two votes. Uh, of course, uh, it's him, his wife, his dad, and his aunt all voting for him. So really the only people he's been able to corral that aren't related to him um, are two people that we that one that we both know and the other one I have no idea who he is. So um, that's that should be a honest feedback. Um, I, I've never met any of these people that have voted for me. So that is a lie. So there you have it. I'm able to win the vote um, uh, outside of the family. Uh, okay. Hey, so from, from here on out, lesson learned, we'll just put team A and team B. And exactly. if, if people listen to the show, they'll know whose team it is. But other than that, it'll be blind, blind uh, voting there. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, we need to get the money out of politics. That's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah, as my super pack. Yeah, with, uh, was boosting those votes. Antifa is is coming your way. Yeah. All right, dude. All right, hey, let's play some. Would you rather? Okay. All right. Well, we will start with the quarterback position. Uh, first player I'm going to talk about here is Jimmy Garoppolo. Kirk, if I were to ask you, so again, we're, we're talking average draft position. This is assuming that it is. A, a PPR league, uh, 12 team league. So when we talk about the, that's significant when we talk about what round these players are going in. Cause so you have to assume that there's 12 players in each round going. So Kirk first quarterback I want to talk about is Jimmy Garoppolo. Where do you think he is going in drafts at this time? Whew. Well, the, in a 12 team league, correct. Are 12 rounds, right? Uh, well, no, I mean, it would be, it's up to 15 rounds. That's including, you know, kickers defense. Oh, and all I'm that. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I, I am saying Jimmy Garoppolo is going below the 10th round. Okay. He is currently going as the eighth quarterback pick and he is being picked in the, as the fourth pick in the eighth round. Jesus. Yeah. So. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's a little bit shocking. He is going just below Drew Brees and right ahead of Kirk Cousins. So, so, well, hold on. Let's play the game here. Would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo as your eighth round pick or would you pick Ben Roethlisberger as the 10th pick in the 10th round? Oh, my God. I'd rather have Ben. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was so, easy. That was a so, softball one. That, well, you know what? I, I use this one um, to show people this is why you wait for quarterbacks. Uh, you know, I'll read, you know, after we're done with the quarterbacks, I'll read some of the names that are, you know, outside of the top 12 that are still very startable quarterbacks for you. And this is, that is a great example of why we wait. I get it. There's a lot of hype around Jimmy Garoppolo and he could be a, he could finish in the eighth spot. And I don't think anybody would be, you know, blown away by that. I mean, I think about his upside, but, but why spend that on, on a guy when you can get Ben Roethlisberger in the back of the 10th round? Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger passing to the number one running back of the number one wide receiver exactly all right hey kirk uh next moving on sticking with that position the number 16th quarterback uh going right now in the draft is patrick mahomes uh he is going as the sixth pick in the 11th round 
uh, currently in these drafts. So how do you feel about that? Is, um, um, him, he, he's going right, right after Andrew Luck and right ahead of Derek Carr. Oh, well, uh, that that's not so such a bad, you know, um, group to be in. I mean, I, I obviously Andrew Luck. That's it's a little negative on on what they're expecting him to do. Um, that, I think that's they're taking. You know, people are taking injuries into account right, right. now. I think when they're looking at Andrew, right? Luck. And that's 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 where I would that's where I would that's where I would I would place him. Um, I would say that's that's not bad. I mean, that's that's actually pretty optimistic um, yeah. for him. But I mean, in comparing to the first two you said that's you know it's a little shocking that uh jimmy garoppolo is not right with them right. okay so um would you rather draft patrick mahomes as a sixth pick in the 11th round mm-hmm. or the guy he replaced alex smith as the 10th pick in the 13th round I would rather have Alex Smith in the thirteenth round. Yeah. Okay. And why? Why? Um, I think I think he will have a better fantasy football season, uh, and, and you get him late. So that's two rounds of yeah. other playmakers that can fill out your roster and still get a better quarterback. Again, what a highlight of of our process. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so I, I agree with you um although i i think you know i get taking the chance on patrick mahomes so you know where these two are going right now they would both be backups on a fantasy team so i get it taking the chance on patrick mahomes mm-hmm. uh, maybe he will blow up maybe he does have uh that chance to you know um you know really utilize his big arm uh he does have some weapons there to where alex smith maybe you kind of know what you're getting so, you know, I don't think that's crazy. Again, I don't have a problem with the draft uh, stock there. I just I would rather go with the, the safe guy you can plug in any week, and that's Alex Smith. Yeah, the hardest thing to find in a fantasy uh, season is not the quarterback. It's it's a, it's playmakers. It's it's a replacement for your running back. I mean, how many times you have you give David Johnson? He gets hurt finding another starting running back. So those are the positions right. of need on the bench rather than, you know, another starting quarterback because you can, there's only, it's only going to be 32 that start every week. You can find one. Yep. You got it. All right. Hey, uh, so I, I want to, before we go into the other, uh, to, to the core positions, I want to go right to tight end. I only have one here. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, uh, Tyler Eifert, where do you think Tyler Eifert is currently going in Ooh. drafts? If I were to ask you, um, I would I would say he's he's um, uh, seventh so, or eighth round. Okay, uh, he is actually going in the eleventh round, the eighth pick of the eleventh round, right now. So that's more accurate to what I would think he would go, but I feel like. People are yeah, going to draft him earlier. He, he is the he is the twelfth tight end being selected at this juncture. So, I guess he would be the last starting tight end selected right now. And okay, that makes sense. Not just, um, all right. So, would you rather have Tyler Eifert with the eighth pick in the eleventh round, or Jimmy Graham with the fifth pick in the fifth round? 
you know, I think both of us kind of like Jimmy Graham this year as far as like tight end uh, possibilities. But uh, what do you think? Well, that would mean that would mean okay. We typically forego the the quarterback till later mm-hmm. rounds, um, and typically the tight end till later rounds. So that that Graham pick would mean that, that the four other positions ideally would be two running backs and two uh, wide receivers. So uh, I could see that happening if if there's if there's a certain run on on tight ends. Um, I think I would rather have Jimmy Graham in the fifth round if that's the this or that. Okay. So uh, I'm going to disagree with you. In right. So if it was straight up, if I'm looking at two tight ends to draft and my options are Tyler Eifert or Jimmy Graham, I will select Jimmy Graham because I think he's a safer bet. Right. Um, and I, I'm more confident that he'll have value. Having said that, this is how you have to look at this when you're looking at draft value is – if you weren't picking Jimmy Graham in the fifth round, who would you be getting? So like you said, Kirk, it's safe to assume, at least if you and I are drafting, we probably, if we're going into the fifth round, we probably have our two running backs and our two wide receivers selected. Mm-hmm. So now we're looking at that flex position. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a league where there's two running backs and three receivers, we're looking for a third right. receiver. So if right. you don't select Jimmy Graham, the players available right uh, – right after him are golden Tate or Brandon cooks. Yeah. So if you look at Tyler Eifert, where he's going, the receivers close to him are Cameron Meredith or Mike Williams. So what you have to ask yourself going into a draft is, would you rather have Tyler Eifert and golden Tate or Jimmy Graham and Cameron Meredith? Well, and, and keep in mind your, your, the, your, your history tells you that Tyler Eifert might have to be replaced. So is, is that is that the type of player? Even assume, I mean, you know, assuming he's healthy to start the year, he seems to get hurt every year. Right. Is he the player? I mean, knowing in this in this scenario, that's probably why I'm picking Graham with the fifth round because there's a good chance he's going to play most of the year rather than I said. I, I would Maybe rather look. pick. I would rather get Golden Tate, who's a 90 catch, thousand yard guy, and and just ride him out from there. But. Um, yeah, well, you that, wouldn't draft you wouldn't draft Tyler Eifert in eleventh round either. Oh, I would. Yeah, I, I think I would. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I think that's about. A, especially in a twelve-team league, I think that that would be great value for him. Um. Again, you know, I I can see myself being the last team to pick a tight end in, in a lot of drafts, so mm-hmm. I think I would. Okay. But, uh, um, do it. You know that's why we play this. I, I think it's you know, different approaches, and I uh, I just thought that was a good example of. There you go. Yeah, this or that. So okay, hey, let's move on to the running back position. Uh, Kirk, if I were to ask you where Jarek McKinnon, the other you know forty nine er, newly acquired forty nine er, is going in drafts this year, uh, where would you say? Fourth or fifth round. Okay. He is currently being, or he is currently the 14th running back coming off the board, and that would put him in the second round, the 10th Ooh. pick in the second round. Jeez. So, how, what's what's your initial impressions there? Not crazy about that. Okay. Well, again, he's being the fourth, the fourth guy or 14th running back taken off the board. You and I both had him as our 15th consensus ranked running back. Yeah, that's that's a big run on on running backs early. That's a lot. Well. You know, yeah, I mean, so he would be the 22nd pick. 
you know, figure 14 out of the first 22 picks are, are running backs. That eight seems receivers. high. Eight receivers sprinkled in. 14 to eight? I don't know. I I guess. Hmm. Okay, go ahead. Um, but, okay. So, yeah, he's going right after LaShawn McCoy and right before Joe Mixon. Again, hey, keep in mind, Kirk, this is PPR format. So, okay. I think a lot of people like us see the value in him in PPR after Carlos Hyde had 59 catches in that mm-hmm. offense last year. Uh, all right. Would you rather have Jarek McKinnon as a 10th pick in the second round or Jay Ajayi as the ninth pick in the fourth round? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I would. Oh, that's tough. That is a very, very tough question. Um, if I'm getting Jay Ajayi in the fourth round, that's three other playmakers. Um, if I'm getting McKinnon, I am. That is that is one of two playmakers. I'm relying on him more. I would think I'm in a better position if Jay Ajayi is who I'm drafting in the fourth round. So I picked that one. I agree. I think, uh, you know, I think some of the wide receivers um, that are going right around McKinnon are Mike Evans, um, you know, Adam Thielen, Tyreek Hill may be available. Um, you know, potentially AJ Green is slipping very late in second rounds now. So that could be some great value there at, you know, sure enough to your number one receiver. But yeah, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, Derek Henry, where do you think he's going, Kirk? Well, uh, he's got to be in the fourth or fifth round as well. He is going as the tenth pick in the third round. Jesus, eighteenth, eighteenth, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so as you can tell, I picked the guys who really shocked me. Yeah. Uh, so that's <laughs> that's why I that's why I picked them. But he's going right in between Rashad Penny and Alex Collins. Kirk, would you rather have Derrick Henry as the tenth pick in the third round, or Rex Burkhead as the second pick in the eighth round? Oh, geez. Yeah, Burkhead. So I told you that we're going to talk about a guy who I think benefits from Edelman being out, and I think Rex Burkhead benefits a lot. Absolutely. Um, yeah, remember Cincinnati actually put him in the slot a lot, and, and I can see New England utilizing him similarly to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so look for the first four games. I would look for Rex Burkhead to have a pivotal role uh, in that offense. This actually what actually that I think they're the, the snowball effect is obviously Chris Hogan will get more looks um, mm-hmm. that they, they're still going to, you know, funnel the ball to, to Gronk as much as possible. Burkhead. Yeah. Kind of slides and takes on another role. This allows um, Michelle to uh, <laughs> be a, be more of a running back and have Burkhead as, as definitely a pass catching yeah, or you know, running back as well. So that could that could have some more positive effects than I think it will. All right, dude. Hey, so last running back I want to get to, uh, and that is Kurt. It's it's a guy you mentioned a couple episodes ago that you were it seemed like uh, uh, being high on, and that's Royce Freeman, rookie running back for the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Where do you think he's going? Um, I guess. I mean, I'm thinking he's in the fourth or fifth round as well. I wouldn't be looking at him any earlier than that. Okay. Um, so I was 
this this one shocked me the most. Uh, people are listening to you, Kirk. He is going as the ninth pick in the fifth round. I thought that was just extremely high, but um, you know these average draft positions. These are taken from hundreds of drafts in the last week, and and he is definitely there's definitely a lot of hype behind him. So ninth pick in the fifth round. Would you rather draft uh, Royce Freeman there or Marlon Mack with the eighth pick in the sixth round? Uh, <clears throat> I, I am I am going with Freeman because I think he's going to be good. But that's – I mean, I, I could also wait for – Marlon Mack in the sixth round and, and take another playmaker. I feel more comfortable. This is a toss up. I, I, I really couldn't decide. I guess who's, who's, who's available where Freeman's draft or where Freeman's been drafted is, or what was the other players uh, from other positions or, yeah. or just all around? Uh, give me one second here. Ones that were ones that were, that were going in about the same thing, even just, just to play devil's advocate. Yeah. So, Again, he's going up to ninth. Uh, so at running backs, he went um, in between Lamar Miller, Deion Lewis. Uh, wide receivers right around him are Jarvis Landry and Marvin Jones. Okay. So if if you look at around Marlon Mack, uh, that's the it's the difference between Jarvis Landry and Marvin Jones and Corey Davis, Will Fuller. Yeah, I'd I'd be more I'd be more apt to 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 pass on Freeman for those wide receivers and then settle for Mac in that, in that scenario. Um, Otherwise, if it's just, I feel that, that Freeman one round earlier, I think it's going to be one round earlier, better if that is quantifiable. Yeah. Okay. Well, very good. Both those guys have a chance to, to, to win those jobs. And I think those are, those are two situations to really monitor. Also, I think those are the two situations most likely to where they may sign uh, sign another running back. So Denver right. and Indianapolis. So, all right, man, you ready to talk wide receivers? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, I'm going to talk about your favorite guy uh, to start off with here. Amari Cooper. Where do you think he is going in rounds? I don't think he's drafted at all. <laughs> Waiver wire. Waiver wire. Streamer. Uh, you know, this is fascinating. This site has actually changed uh, since an hour ago when I first looked at it. So th- this is a great site. It's fantasyfootballcalculator.com. Just go to the ADP and you can see where these guys are going. But it's uh, obviously it's real-time information because it's changing constantly. So um, Amari Cooper, where do you think he's going, Kirk? Um, uh, he's he's a number one wide receiver in other people's minds, so I would say he's he's you know so fit fourth round. Uh, yeah, he's currently going as the seventh pick in the fourth round. Okay. Uh, earlier when I looked today, it was the ninth pick in the fourth round, but he's going right after Demarius Thomas and right before Allen Robinson. So yeah, um, so kind of right in that that mid uh the 18th receiver off the board so mid-level receiver number two draft value would you rather have amari cooper as the ninth pick in the fourth round or larry fitzgerald as the eighth pick in the third round um hmm. <clears throat> now i've drafted amari cooper 
before and was jaded by him. Yeah. Um, uh, very, last year, right? Yeah. And, you know, I would, I, I think, oh, I don't think he's going to be as bad this year as last year, as much as I hammer him. So I'm, I'm saying I would, I would rather wait on him in the fourth round and get a potential, um, uh, better run or better wide receiver slash running back in the third round. So I'm, I'm going to play a little chess here and say Amari Cooper. Okay. Yeah. There you go. You. I agree. Uh, well, I, I think this is, this is where it would depend for me. Um, yeah. I mean, if, if, if I have a running back and a receiver, uh, picked in the first and second round. So I'm looking at if I come up in the third round, uh, I would rather have a third round running back and Amari Cooper than yeah. Larry Fitzgerald in a fourth round running back. So I think I would go and, and hope that even though Larry Fitzgerald, you always regret not taking him. Uh, I would go for the upside of Cooper in hopes that he blows up, you know, hopefully, you know, maybe if, if, if you have uh, somebody like, I don't know, uh, Keenan Allen as your second round pick where, mm-hmm. you know, he's a PPR monster. He's going to be consistent and, and have big games. Why not take a shot at a guy like Amari Cooper who can just blow up for you. Right. And that can just blow your team wide open. So, right. I, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it, it really depends, but I th- I'm guessing that I'd rather have a third round running back than Fitzgerald. Okay. All right, Kirk, here's uh, – we worked a, a Cleveland Brownie in here. So, where do you think uh, Josh Gordon's going right now? Uh, based on his Instagram pick, um, he's probably going to go in the uh, – he could be a fifth round. No, he said Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I'm going to say fifth round. He is going as the 12th pick in the third round. Oh, boy. So, he is he – is, uh, right after T.Y. Hilton and right before Demarius Thomas. They must have saw uh, his muscles and said he's got really good. Yeah. So uh, before we get into the would you rather, what, what do you, you know, as the resident Browns expert, what do you think, what are you expecting for Gordon this year? <clears throat> well, with the purge of his weed, uh, uh, you know, him, him admitting all his, all his things, he's doing the right things off the field. So I, I don't anticipate him being suspended, which is really the only thing that's kept him from playing football. Um, I think with a full off season and him being in great shape, I think you're going to get, you're going to get a great season out of him optimistically. Um, so I think he's the player to get on Cleveland if you're going to get a wide receiver. So I think he's got the biggest chance of blowing up. So I 100% agree. Yeah. Uh, he is freaking. So, so he is going as the 16th overall pick. That, uh, my, that's high. Yeah. I still would say that's high because. But, but, yeah, look, what, what, it, if 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 you poo-poo Josh Gordon at all this year, it's it's for one of two reasons. It's either he's not trustworthy because of his behavior or else it's Tyrod Taylor. It's not because of Josh Gordon. Right. So uh, yeah, that's I, the only thing that yeah. gives me pause. Yeah. I mean, you could say, you could say, well, he hasn't really played much. I mean, but I think that dust will come off very quickly in the off season. 
Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be ready to go. And hopefully, hopefully Tyrod just knows just to chuck the ball to him. Just get it to him. <laughs> yep. All right. Hey, would you rather draft Josh Gordon as the 12th pick in the third round or Marvin Jones as the 11th pick in the fifth round? <clears throat> I would probably, I, I mean, I would probably not be taking Josh Gordon in the third round. Um, yeah. So I think this is, this is actually an easy one. As much as I'd rather have Gordon on my team, uh, Jones in the fifth round means that's that's I'm drafting a third round running back. I'm drafting another uh, wide receiver, and then Jones or another another running back or whatever. So I'm I'm in a better position if Jones is my fifth round choice. I agree with you. Um, you know, it just seems like in in mock drafts, I've been taking T.Y. Hilton or Demarius Thomas over Josh Gordon, I think just because of a, a safety net there, yeah. you know, I just feel more confident with them. Obviously if for Hilton, if Andrew Luck's playing, but um, Gordon is a guy, I, I definitely, I definitely want to watch him preseason and, and definitely want to keep my finger on him. Cause he, I, I would love to have him on my team if, if that potential is there. So yeah, Gordon, just to reach it in the third round. That's all. Yep. Okay. All right, and last player we're going to talk about in this episode, uh, who is a wide receiver currently going – well, actually, let me let me ask you. Alan Hearns, uh, Dallas Cowboys, recently acquired. Uh, where do you think he's going? Oh, boy, I would say um, – I would say in the se- seventh round. Okay. He is going as the 47th overall receiver, uh, and that would be the ninth pick in the tenth round. Okay. He's going right after Nelson Aguilar and right before DJ Moore, okay. rookie for the Carolina Panthers. So, would you rather have Alan Hearns as the ninth pick in the tenth round, or Robert Woods as the sixth pick in the seventh round? I, uh, I would take Alan Hearns in the tenth round. Uh, to me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. It's- I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I had to second guess myself. I was like, wait a second. He is the best receiver on that Dallas team right now. I mean, he's Woods isn't even necessarily going to be the number one on his own team. So he, he may be Woods may be the fourth option. Right. So, uh, you know, uh, I guess the, the lesson here is if you're in the seventh round or if you're in any round, don't just look at the, the four or five players that you want to pick. Or, or that are, are the best players available at that time. Look, you know, three, four rounds down the road and say, hey, are there comparable players or players in the same tier as, mm-hmm. you know, Robert Woods and that I could get in the 10th or 11th round? And if you start looking at it that way, you'll, you'll get some late round steals. You'll, you know, you'll beat people to the punch. You know, maybe you, you, if you like Alan Hearns more than Robert Woods, then you take Hearns in the ninth round. But, you know, it's, um, but you don't waste a pick on wards, you know? So it's just, just important to look down the road. And, and it's in the last couple ones that you were asking me, um, I, I think Josh Gordon, I said like fifth or sixth or whatever I was saying later, that's where Jones was. And then Alan Hearns, I mm-hmm. said this, I said the, the seventh, the seventh round is what right. I would, I would draft him in the seventh round over Robert Woods in the seventh round. If that was, if right. I had to do or this or that. So yeah, it's kind of, 
it's kind of interesting how people view what's going to happen. Now, Des Bryant could throw a whole chink in that whole thing um, and affect his, his stock, but still, I'd rather wait for Alan Hearns. Yeah, so the thing is just don't, you know, create your own rankings. Mm-hmm. Don't buy into the hype of these other websites and just pick the guys at the top of the list. So do your own homework. That's right. Stick to the board. All right, dude. Hey, this was a good show. I think this will help people out a lot. We're going to have a lot more shows like this uh, leading up to the to the fantasy draft season. Um, Kirk, what else you got? Anything, man? Uh, that is it, I believe. All right. Hey, uh, don't forget to go vote for Greg's team on the Fancy Boy uh, Facebook page. Or, excuse me, Fancy Football Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, we are the Fancy Boys, and we are signing off. And fading out.